Hello guys, it's Katie, and welcome back to another episode of Crime and Crochet. In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing the case of the Anglin brothers, who escaped from Alcatraz prison, which was supposed to be an escape-proof prison. Now, I'm really excited to do this episode, just because I actually have what I guess you could call is some insider information, because the Anglin family lived in my area and almost all of the family is buried in the same graveyard as my family is so very crazy stuff so I have some kind of town rumors to talk about as far as the case as well as just like the family in general that kind of stuff that I have heard that obviously you're not going to find online or anything because it's just kind of local stuff So anyways, with that, let's just get straight into this case. Alright you guys, a little disclaimer is my cat is currently in my room and she kind of just came in here when I had the door open for like five seconds and now she's comfy so I'm not going to just kick her out but if you hear her purring or possibly meowing in the background, just don't question it, but with that, we're going to actually get into this case. (laughs) I'm recording this podcast a little bit out of order, but I did just want to put a little disclaimer in here. Some of the small town, like, rumors that I'm talking about at first turn out to be incorrect, but I do correct myself towards the end of this episode, So just make sure you listen all the way through to hear the actual correct or what I think is the correct information. The Anglin brothers, John and Clarence, ended up in Alcatraz prison from a bank robbery and then multiple attempts at escaping other various prisons. So they ended up in Alcatraz, which is, like I said earlier, supposed to be an escape-proof prison. At the time, it was basically the largest and, like, most maximum security prison in all of America, and it was Alcatraz Island in San Francisco Bay, California, and had freezing cold water around it, so it was pretty much assumed that if any prisoners did escape, they would pass away from freezing cold waters or drowning. On the morning of June 12th, 1962, the guards noticed that the three inmates were missing from their cells. They had actually made plaster dummies that they had even painted and put real human hair on that they put in their beds at night and then, you know, covered up with a blanket type thing. And this convinced the night guards that they were in their cells and asleep for long enough for them to escape during the night. And um, obviously not notice that they were gone until the morning. So of course they start searching and doing all kinds of things to try to find out where they went. Because again, this prison is on an island. It is not like you're going to just escape. And mind you, the only thing on this island is the prison. Even the guards live on the prison with their families, which I've actually watched interviews in the past 
with some of the children that are now like senior citizens but um they lived on the island because their father or whoever worked as a guard at the prison so this island was no joke they didn't really leave the island very often even for the people that lived there that were not prisoners and um you know it was no joke so the fact that they had escaped of course was making everybody very concerned and everybody was searching so they did recover quite a few things from the water around alcatraz island they had a pack of letters that was sealed in rubber and the letters related to the men were recovered as well as some paddle-like pieces of wood and bits of rubber inner tube were found inside the water there was a life raft found a few days later that did wash up on the beach as well as i think there were bones found i'm not 100 percent sure on anything in this case to be honest with you because of the whole back and forth with different debates of different people believing different things whether they lived or passed away or whatever but um i think there was bones found as well i think so there was actually another inmate that was a part of the escape plan and was going to escape with them but did not actually make it out of his cell in time so he did end up giving some different information to the fbi and this is how we know this information on how they got different tools and materials to help them escape now this prisoner's name is alan west by the way the men started to plan this escape in december and did not execute it until june so that goes to show you how much planning was actually involved in this and they had a lot going on to pull this off so they basically came up with the idea when they came across some old saw blades and they also used those as well as other materials that they could find and steal to make things like homemade drills and you know using things like motor of a vacuum cleaner and um loosening air vents with the homemade drill all of that kind of stuff and doing this months in advance to ensure that their escape was going to work they even stole lots of things that they used in the escape as well so they stole more than 50 rain jackets that they pieced together to make their own raft basically and they had this all planned out so in a way yes i can understand why people would think they drowned that's the only explanation or they froze to death whatever but i'm gonna get into the insider information that i was talking about earlier soon but my logic without even knowing any of that makes me question it because i have dug into so many crime cases as you guys know and most of the time let's say somebody kills someone else and they dispose of the body in the ocean if 
they don't dispose of the body correctly and um I don't know there's some sort of like reaction that happens as the body is decomposing and it causes bodies to float to the top of the water normally so if they don't think about that then the body is going to wash up on shore is normally the case so if they did pass away while trying to escape in my mind they would have found body parts they wouldn't have just sunk to the bottom of the ocean and they did extensive searches for these men it wasn't just like they looked for a day months they were looking so for them to only turn up like the raft thing and letters and stuff like that I I don't know just in my opinion it doesn't fly now when I used to hear this case I just believed what everybody said and I believed that they drowned that made the most sense but really really thinking about it when there's no bodies found and with what I know from other cases I don't think that would have happened I just don't obviously you're entitled to your own opinion but um anyways yes I'm gonna also just tell you the insider information so that you kind of understand where I'm also coming from with that (laughs) now something else that I will say before I get into details about stuff I've just heard and I can't really confirm the stuff I've heard but anyway before that I think these men are a lot smarter or were because even if they survived this they would be dead by now because they're what they'd be like 90 or something so anyway um I think they were a lot smarter than people gave them credit for most people just think you're a prisoner you know what I mean like they just kind of associate criminals with not being smart and sometimes that is not the case the amount of planning and effort these men went through just to plan their escape and execute it as well as they did to even get out of the building and off of the island is a feat in itself if they did pass away from the conditions in the ocean it's still a feat to get off of that island with how intense the security was so i don't know again they're like a lot more stricter nowadays in prisons because of things like this but at the time it was the highest security prison you could be in they were watching you pretty much every second of every day from what it seems like so the fact that they were able to escape is just i'm just saying they were much smarter than people give them credit for i think but um anyways with that little tidbit i'm gonna just tell you the information that i know as well as what i have heard from just living in my area and uh hearing about this case since they were from this area now as far as frank morris yes he did escape with the anglin brothers i don't have any more details than what the average person would have on him the only 
people that I do have more details on is again the Anglin brothers since they were from my area. Now I do want to put a disclaimer before I tell you all of this. This is more so like small town rumors, heard it through the grapevine type of thing. It's definitely nothing that I can confirm and a lot of this I have tried to look up and not found any sort of information on. There is a little bit that I can confirm with you guys and I'll tell you when I get to that part but um as far as the overall picture I can't really confirm more so just rumors but I thought it was interesting to share anyway because um it comes from their family so I don't know how credible it is but we'll see what y'all think about it so in the Anglin family there were actually 12 siblings Clarence and John just being two of them and they were born to George Anglin and Rachel Anglin and they again lots of siblings lots of kids and um, most of them were born in either Georgia or Alabama from what I can find but at some point I'm assuming the whole family moved to my area here that is pretty much just Tampa Florida is what I'll say um, because they all, or almost all of them, are buried, again, in the same cemetery, and again, almost all of them died in this area, so it makes me think that since all of the siblings and all of the family lived in one area, they probably moved here when everybody was still kids, if that makes any sense, but, um, anyways, that's just my theory, I obviously don't know, like, what year or anything they moved here, um, but in 1962 is when the Anglin brothers escaped from the Alcatraz prison. That would have put them at 31 and 32, I believe. So in a lot of different sources, that is the age it says that they died at, and it says they died in 1962 when they escaped from the Alcatraz prison. Now, what the small town rumor is that has, I'm not going to say gone around my area. Basically, my dad just knows a lot of people through doing business in our area. So that's how he's heard this. It's not like well-known knowledge, I don't think at least. But um, according to the Anglin family that was still alive and still lived in this area at the time of their escape, they saw the brothers that's what they say. The brothers came here. I don't know how long they were here or um, any information like that, but the story goes is that they came here after escaping from Alcatraz prison and then they fled to Puerto Rico and lived out the rest of their lives there with fake names is the story that the family goes by. Again, according to more or less small town rumors. Um, I, again, cannot say this information is credible. Cannot tell you what family member would have even said this, but supposedly one of the oldest, like, grandmother, I would think, figure in the family, probably the only one that would still be alive, from that time says she saw them again my dad 
tells this story, but this was years ago when he heard about it, so who really knows if this person would even still be alive, but, um, again, she said she saw the brothers when they escaped from prison, and then they went to Puerto Rico, and that's where they stayed. Now, some information that makes this really compelling, in my opinion, and this part of the story can be confirmed. So, I think this was maybe like five, six years ago. I'm not sure exactly when this happened, but one of the brothers, which was George Anklin Jr., so brother of the two men that escaped from Alcatraz prison, his body was exhumed maybe a year or so after his burial. And this was reported, I'm pretty sure on the news is what my dad said, um, that this was happening. And um, it was reported that it was because they had found two bodies in Puerto Rico that matched the description of the Anglin brothers and they were going to do DNA testing to see if it was actually them. Now, I cannot find anything on this. The only reason I say it's credible is because apparently it was on the news that this is why the body was being exhumed of their brother. But I, like even when Googling it, I can't find much information at all on their brother's body being exhumed or if those bodies they found in Puerto Rico were actually the Anglin brothers. So, again, kind of can confirm, but kind of not, I guess you could say, on that part of the story. Okay, you guys, I, in between recording this clip and the last clip, I went down more of a rabbit hole, and I think I can kind of confirm this story. So, I think what I've heard might be incorrect, probably just from people telling the story so many different times, right? Little details are going to get uh, incorrect, like a game of telephone, you know, it's going to be told differently every time. So, this is what I have found on an article which is about the nephew of the Anglin brothers and him basically advocating for his uncles and saying that they did escape and um all of that so this does kind of confirm that the family saw them alive after they escaped so i am quoting from this article that is quoting from what their nephew has apparently said we know the brothers escaped and lived in south america i know of times that they came to america to visit the family there's no doubt in my mind they escaped from prison and lived out their lives. So, that is according to their nephew, which seems like a pretty credible source. But again, it's one of those things that it's coming from the family and pretty much only the family. And at this point, they would have already passed away. And, you know, so who really knows is 
again, kind of what all the cases are about. Um, there's no way to really know all of the full information, um, which is what keeps us so interested in true crime. But it is crazy that I've actually been able to find a source that says a family member confirmed it. Because I thought it was something that they would probably never confirm just because they didn't want them to get caught. But I guess their nephew, now that they've definitely passed away, feels comfortable coming forward with that information uh, since they obviously can't get rearrested or anything like that. But um, I don't know. It really is crazy. Now, I am going to do a little bit more digging to see if I can find anything about a body being exhumed again in my area. I'm pretty sure it happened. I just don't know exactly um, what the circumstances were as far as if they were doing it for DNA or whatever. But um, I'm, again, going to try to look more into that. And if I can find anything, I will come right back with that information. So... I have all of my information mixed up as far as what I was telling you guys that I've heard from rumors and just things from my parents and stuff. So, I think what I have found online, because supposedly this is coming from their nephew, I think this is the actual story. So, as far as the body being exhumed, it was not Robert who was, again, one of their brothers. It was actually another one of their brothers, Alfred Anklin, who did have a suspicious death, and I guess that is the reason his body was exhumed. It was not for getting DNA evidence, but there was a negotiation to where the police got DNA evidence, from the family to confirm whether or not the bones that were found were from the Anklin brothers and apparently that DNA did confirm that it was not them. So again, I'm a little confused on all of it. It's a lot of information to uh, sort through and all of that. So I apologize that all of my stuff that I thought was true was kind of inaccurate. I mean, it was the same gist of the story, but also different. Like, it wasn't the same person's body that was exhumed, and it wasn't for the reason I thought it was. And it also, you know, the whole thing with um, the family seeing them, I said they moved to Puerto Rico, and uh, somewhere I saw Brazil. So I really don't know for sure. And I don't think really anybody does. Other than maybe the family. If they did actually see them alive. But um, otherwise I do think this case is just one of those true crime cases that is a big question mark. So anyways, I do hope you guys enjoyed this though. Kind of hearing a little bit of more knowledge than maybe what you would get from somebody else covering this case since I have heard the stories about the body being exhumed 
and the family seeing them in person, all of that kind of stuff. But with that, let's just get on to this week's crochet pattern. The crochet pattern that I am featuring for this week is by Through the Loop Yarn Craft, and it is the Hampton Handbag Free Crochet Pattern. And this is a super cute pattern, you guys, that really stuck out to me. And um, it uses 24-7 cotton from Lion Brand. And it is also considered to be an intermediate crochet pattern and written in U.S. terms. So it seems like a really fun project to work on. And um, if you're interested in checking that out or seeing pictures of this pattern as well as the case then um that is always on my instagram at crime and crochet as well as if you guys are interested in checking out the sources from my episodes ever that is also always on instagram so that is all for the crochet pattern and for this case with that thank you so much for listening to this episode and i hope you will join me here next Saturday for the next episode of Crime and Crochet and make sure y'all are staying safe out there so you don't end up being one of these victims we talk about every week. Goodbye y'all. So again before I wrap up this episode I just wanted to remind you guys that you can check out today's crochet pattern as well as my sources, pictures of the people involved in this case, and much, much more over on my Instagram at Crime and Crochet, as all one word, as well as if you want to help me out, the best way you can help me is leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on if you are enjoying the podcast. Mm-hmm.